0: Okay, are you kidding me? It's it's the day I've been waiting for. For the last 364 days! It is the new year! It is Not Canada Day It is the new year, new year day It is January 1st, 2022 It is that of the year And I love Not Canada Day It is just New Year's Day hey. It is the day I've been waiting for, because I love a New Year's Day. So, (laughs) I'm so delighted. I've been looking forward to this day for a very long time, because I love new beginnings. And, why is that the the case? Because I'm like a high-quick start person. There's nothing better than having something new and fresh, right? And something something to just kind of start... Start things up, shake things up a little bit, and just just uh, bring in a little bit new challenge, bring in a little bit new like new hope and new um, energy and all of those kinds of things, right? So I'm super delighted. I am so glad that I've been on a good little kick here lately. Like I've been learning a ton doing the Engineering Success course. Now I started up a, a quick course um, on memory and like good habits to feed a healthy, happy brain kind of stuff. And then um, I've been really going more deeply on just like being like, you know, just a proponent of good marriages, those kinds of things. Like, Like making sure I'm making good solid time for my own good marriage and like being as much of a like marriage missionary kind of person as possible because I just care about those kinds of things um and also just like being a person that is just being mindful right like that's kind of the curve that i'm going on right now i was able to have a beautiful conversation with a close person to me earlier today that was just so good just so deep so good we were both able to talk about some of our are things we're looking forward to, some of the things we're we're challenged by that just always pick up up us. (coughs) And it was just really good for me (coughs) to have those conversations. Um, Every so often I get into these like little tizzies of like, oh, I'm doing really good, really good, really good. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I could just stay right here. Like life could just stay exactly like this and I would be totally happy with that, right? But the beauty of having things change up and all of this stuff is that it allows for us to become that person that we were born to become, right? So that we don't stay as a little baby, right? You know, we're, we weren't born to just be a little baby and just be done with it, right? Some people are, but I don't think I am because I'm like, what, 32 now? Like, I'm not a little baby anymore. Like, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still kicking. I'm still ready to do whatever it is that I'm here to do, right? And, and here to become. So I always think about that sweet little video of like, you know, C.S. Lewis has this little poem that he says where it's like, you know, you go into that life and you have this cute little cottage and you think you're just cozy and nice. And then after a little while, this carpenter comes by and starts knocking out the walls, knocking out the roof, taking ripping everything apart. Then you're just like, what in the world is going on? I had this beautiful little cottage. I was totally fine. But it's not until the end of the story that you find out, oh. This carpenter had had a vision in mind. They didn't want to keep this as a cute little cottage. They wanted to create a palace, right? And that's kind of this whole idea of where I'm going with this. It's like my word of the year is soaring in self-reliance with the savior. It's being able to step into my zone of like, how could I, one, have the basics of, of like self-reliance and physical needs in place, you know, the, the nutrition, the sleep, the exercise, those kinds of things. And how could I package it in a way where it is digestible for others around me in my circle? Cause like, as I said before, I don't want to just be in a hangout party all by myself feeling so self reliant and so, so happy and healthy and wealthy and all of this kind of stuff, but be lonely, right? Like what's the point in, in feeling and, and experiencing all of these great things in life without a, an eternal family to experience it with, right? Um, to have a community have a circle have a tribe have have people that you enjoy it with and you learn alongside each other and you and you help each other out and you support it and, and it's the back and forth all over the place right because I kind of have a sense that I'm gonna have a long house in heaven you know like there's all the different kinds of houses there are like I'm totally gonna have a long house with like 10 families it'll be like family reunion style all the time it'll be like wah, 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 wah. and I'll be like yeah It'll be so good. So, I'm just so glad. Like, I'm so glad that I have this word to help guide me, guide my intentions, guide my thought processes, guide my my decision-making processes, guide my goals, guide, you know, guide, guide my process whenever I'm thinking of anything to do intentionally. Like, so how is this going to allow for me to be, you know, how is this gonna be helping me? You know, because I have a lot of other words that I use that are kind of my keywords for other areas of my life you know with my family and marriage it's it's typically always been ceiling right like the question of that topic of my life is like is this going to help fortify the ceiling the attachment the connection that we have with one another right is it going to support that or is it is it a detriment to that is it is this decision or choice going to be helpful or is it going to be hurtful to that attachment, that connection, that ceiling, right? So then it's like, okay, this is good. This is so good. Um, So I have soaring, which is kind of like this top-notch word that I figured out was just going to be able to work with every good intention that I'll have this year. Um, Really, it didn't work out that way. It's just usually I kind of hum about, and then I get the inspiration. Oh, what about this word? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. So let's just try it out. So And then it's not until later on that I'm like, oh, no, this is really good. This is a really good word. I really like this word. Like, I don't ever want to not have this word going on, right? So then it's like, yeah, this is going to be the word. Then I find out later why I chose the word. I don't really plan ahead. (laughs) I'm not really in that kind of a realm of thinking and like functioning yet. But as I've been learning lately, it seems to be quite clear that a part of my soaring this year will have a little bit to do with... Um, being able to, to get into my life just these tiny little habits that are going to allow for me to feel this extra amount of freedom in energy and in um, progress and success and those kinds of things like I just took a course called engineering your success um, through Gregory Devan Van Dyce then I also did we're doing the Jim the quick course with memory and and you know, like, and prior to that, I was doing like, you know, Carol Tuttle Healing Center stuff. You know, getting all those affirmations really beautifully kind of set in. I'm still working on being able to like apply that consistently, right? Um, and then, you know, and then the yoga patterns, right? Like the the beautiful yoga practice that I've helped build up in my life for like, you know, the last year, two years, three years. It's 2022, right? It's been, like, a good solid two years of, like, daily practice, right? That's kind of cool, right? Like, I go through these seasons. I go through seasons where it's, like, oh, I do a little bit here, once a month here, once a week here. But, like, literally for two years, okay, I haven't been totally perfect either, though. Like, maybe I'll do it once every other day sometimes, right? But typically, I can't really go very far. I Like, for sure, I have not been doing, like, yoga just once a week, right? Like, that's for sure not the case it's been for sure every other day once every other two days or whatever Um, but for sure daily amongst the times when I'm like on like I'm totally on and we're not on holiday season right so that's been really cool I've also been delving into like the feminine cycle stuff because I love that stuff Um, it just speaks to me so much because I just feel such an energy I love dispelling things that are so mystical and mythical and like um, wives tales kind of stuff. I love dispelling things that people think are true, but really getting right down to the nitty gritties of maybe the science or the history or the spiritual aspects of it and and dispelling um, what is commonly known as true, right? Like the truth, uh, like for example, childbirth, right? It's always the thing that people say, oh, it's just painful. It's gonna be the worst, worst experience of your life. You're probably gonna die, right? But I, I love challenging those kinds of ideas. I'm like, but what? You know, How come there's this other person that I talk with and they're like, hey, I did go through childbirth. It was pretty hard. Then the second time I went through, I took a yoga teaching course. And it just so happened that I went into my birth and it was totally different than the first one. And so then I was like, okay that's what I'm gonna do, because I plan to have 15 kids at least, right? So if I'm gonna do that, then I'm probably gonna need to have a good system in place so that I I don't have to worry every time that I get pregnant. And it literally got to the point where I would look forward to the time that I was pregnant because I felt the most powerful when I was pregnant. And I looked forward to the day that I gave birth because I loved the moment when I got to give the birth, happen, get my baby and hold that baby. That was those became my look forward to moments of my life, you know? And and then when it became time for me to be like, "Oh, I think it's time for me to be done having kids." It became this thing where it was like, "But what am I going to do with myself? How do I organize my life and my intentions if I don't have pregnancy to be my rhythm?" You know, to to be like, oh, I'm pregnant, so I'm going to go learn some stuff, or oh, I'm I'm going to have a baby, so I'm going to like make sure that I take care of all of these kinds of things, so I can be prepared for the baby. You know, or you know, or or be looking forward to those moments of like, you know, having, you know, like just just working being really mindful of taking care of my body while I'm pregnant, right? So now I'll kind of transition and to say, hey, so I'm learning about the feminine cycle, right? So and how. You know, instead of, like, there's some people in the world that they'll label, like, you know, the, the week that they're pre- they're, they are they're have their period and the week before they have their period as, like, this very intense time, right? There's the PMS kind of culture. There's the, you know, some people call it werewolf, others shark week, others whatever, right? But I really love how this yoga for women kind of movement um, from, like, Yoga Point India, they're just all about, well, what about calling it different seasons, you know, the week before a person has their period and the week of, that is called inner winter, right? And then, you know, once a person gets into pre-ovulation, that is their spring, right? That's their inner spring. And then when they get into ovulation, that's their inner summer. And then when they get back into, you know, pre-menstruation, like before the inner winter season of like the week before, but like right before the week before, that's their autumn, right? That's their time to start start hunkering down, start the process of planning for that hibernation process so that they can be prepared to be winterized by the time that that, you know, the premenstrual phase starts and the period is is in full-blown motion. So, that's been really fun for me to like grasp my head around that level of terminology to associate with the feminine cycle because it really does break a lot of paradigms. It's a huge paradigm shift to consider that it can be a beautiful thing for a woman to enter into puberty, to go through her cycles and her seasons in her life, and to honor and respect and accept and and nurture herself with even more awareness because she has a cycle. So then it becomes this thing where a woman looks forward to seeing that her cycle is the way that it is and embracing it as it is, as if there was a mother embracing her baby as she is, right? like i feel like every single woman needs to pass through this rite of passage to embrace herself as if her heavenly mother were embracing her right and i feel like we tap into that level of love for ourselves when we are becoming even more aware of what is our inner season right now what is what is going to be so spot on to be our own best friend to be our own bodyguard, to be our own mother, right? Like to to tap into that love that our Heavenly Mother wants for us to feel as often as possible, as often as we are ready to open our eyes and see all the presents that she specifically laid out for us. You know, because I have this kind of general idea that... Like it's my kind of, I have lots of little inside jokes with my heavenly parents. It's like, you know, I look up in the sky and I know that they've, they've like written out messages in the sky in the clouds for me. Right. But really they're not like messages. They're more like beautiful pictures. And every time I look up, I'm like, Oh, that was awesome. Thank you. Right. Like that was so cool. I loved seeing that today. Right. Or it's like, Oh, I wake up every day. And it's this imaginary idea that I have that, that I think is pretty spot on that I wake up and it's Christmas day. And all night long, they were preparing all my gifts, putting it under the tree, right? It's all invisible though, right? And it's up to me to turn on my spiritual lens, turn on my spiritual lights, my eternal perspective, so that I can see all, through all the invisibles. I can heighten my superpowers to allow for the invis- invisibles to become tangible for me, right? And, and for me to be able to see through all the invisibles and then reach out and be like, that's my gift. That is another gift they, they laid out for me. You know, it's my daily scavenger hunt. And I, I have a strong belief that there's certain gifts that Heavenly Father can give, and there's other gifts that Heavenly Mother can give, right? And they both have their beautiful gifts that they give, and they have their own special kind of um, accent that they put into their gifts that just make it that much more special, right? I notice the difference all the time. When I receive a gift from a man versus from a woman, it's totally different, right? And, but but it's not to say one's better than the other, right? I receive beautiful gifts from my husband, you know, that are totally awesome, functional, super like thoughtful, everything. And then from a woman, like a mom, a friend, a sister, I'll receive these like gifts that are just so thoughtful, you know, like in a basket, there's like fruit there, and then there's herbal teas, and then there's, then there's all these like wooden spoons, and then there's like these pizza things. And, and there's just all these little things, right? All the little things, right? I have a sense that Heavenly Father is in charge of certain things and then Heavenly Mother is in charge of all the little things that just make life so much better, right? That just make it so it's just like, oh, yeah, right? So that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about here. When a person, a woman is able to tap into their feminine cycle, it's, it's being starting the awareness of taking care to become aware of the little things right for our own lives you know in the same way that heavenly mother does it for us all over the place and it's just up to us to open our eyes and just notice and start engineering our success right